Yo, welcome to the Alpha Influence Media Podcast. This podcast is going to be exclusively on building dominant brands. And our first guest, Lacey Blake, like no other, she's amazing at what she does. She focuses on the psychology of marketing to be able to align you with your ideal clients, the schematics of your business, and how you're attracting who you ideally are trying to attract. So this is a quick episode, but she gives so much knowledge within it. And this is something you're going to need for your dominant brand. You're going to want to stick around. Sure, why they act like tools can't win at the same time? Sporting just sales and scaling your business with me and mine. When the kitchen got hot, we kept it moving. With us, there's always room for improvement. You got the juice, you gotta prove it. Don't talk about it, just do it. That's what we like to call out for influence. Really ain't no telling what we could do it. Just a little bit of out for influence. Made it to the top floor from the sewage with a little help from out for influence. Yo, thank you for tuning in. So first thing, go to thewinnersparadigm.com and subscribe. That's the way you're going to be able to keep up with the winner's paradigm. You're going to hear about Alpha Influence Media if you're trying to strategically build momentum to increase your influence so you can maximize that impact. Alpha Influence Media is for you. We run strategic ad campaigns. We get you on the right shows that resonate with your message. We get you guests that resonate with you. And pretty soon here, we're going to be doing real so you can kill it with your social media marketing game. Now, after that, you're going to leave that five-star rating and review, be able to get people coming back to this podcast to see how kick-ass it is, let a friend know so we can be able to keep this thing going. And thank you to our sponsor, MyFitLife. If you go to MyFitLife.net, type in TWP20, you get 20% off all products, MyFitLife. So you're going to want to check that out if you have some CBD needs that are going to be able to help you. As always, you know, the Move It Sports Gel is killer for me because it allows me to push through those workouts even when I am having those really bad joint pain as I often get every single day. So it's one of the things that allows me to zone in um, as well as being the best that I can be and being able to heal my body. So you're going to want to check out my Fit Life TWP20 for 20% off. Lacey, thank you so much for being able to come on Alpha Influence Media, the podcast. It's an honor, you know, learning a little bit about you, but it's fascinating about what you do. So those are the people who don't know who you are. Would you mind giving us a brief introduction and tell us what you're passionate about today? Sure. Thanks for having me. Um, My name is Lacey Blake. I'm a psychology-based branding expert and, and business coach. Um, I also just rolled out a life coaching program, so super excited about that. But basically what I do mostly is um, work with small businesses and entrepreneurs to establish branding that will psychologically trigger their desired clients to uh, create those buying actions, so to speak. So it psychologically triggers a response for the target market to act in a certain way. That is huge. And, and I love that as well, because that's something as well that I'm learning, you know, on my marketing journey and as well as with my team, for instance, you know, when we created our logo and it was putting certain colors in there uh, because it triggers people and you're like, you know what, that captivates and it's exactly what you're looking for. So from that point of view, when we're looking at it and looking at the psychology of colors, for instance, on how we do our personal branding, 
what's the significance of kind of what direction you want to go to in that way? Well, so I did look at your logo and your logo is awesome. Um, I like the red in your logo because it creates a sense of urgency. And um, also with the, the gorilla element and the target in being in the marketing space, you're kind of letting them know like, we're right on target for what you need and we're going to service you quickly. So it seems your logo is right on point for your industry. Um, but mostly I recommend my clients or even people that I'm just talking to um, and giving free advice. I give free advice all the time, but it's all about value, right? So I don't mind it. But mostly what I encourage any business owner or entrepreneur to do is to establish a baseline for how they want their target uh, target market to feel and act when they see their branded materials. And based on that, then they will know what colors they need to choose because, I mean, you could Google color psychology to figure out what colors evoke what emotions within people or what colors are representative of strength or dependability, reliability, trustworthiness, and so on and so forth. So that really is or should be the baseline for the color selection in your logo and branded materials. I love that. And thank you for going in deeper on that. That was awesome. You know, and that was something that I found fascinating as well. And a little bit, you know, learning about what you do um, was similar to that. So I know you coach business, small businesses, and you really show them that psychological approach and how to trigger, you know, when someone's going to be buying. And so what are some of those simple tips that we could be missing out on either in our processes um, or in sales to where it's like we could structure the way we speak and really either assume the close or be able to let our clients know, you know, hundred percent, Hey, you know, this is exactly what's happening when you work with me. So there's a few things. So on the, on the color psychology and it's just, I always, I always, the biggest tip I have for any business owner entrepreneur is know the color psychology. Um, a lot of times entrepreneurs make a huge mistake by picking colors that are, that have some sentimental or emotional connection to them. So one guy, I had one client who loved the Lakers. So we wanted his logo to be uh, gold and purple, but it didn't resonate with his target market. I think he was doing like auto body shop detailing when really his color should have been like black and silver or black and gold, right? Because that's, that's what an auto body shop, that's what you expect from an auto body shop. But with these bright and random colors, it's confusing your target market. So you don't want to confuse your target market and you don't want your target. The last thing you want your target mar market to say is what do they sell? You know? So if they don't know what you sell or if it doesn't make sense to them, they'll feel like you're not legitimate or um, they're not interested because they have to take too long to figure out what you're about. Another thing on the uh, another tip on the written content in is to make sure that your written content cr uh, in contains your like selling buzzwords so I always recommend that entrepreneurs research their industry 
to identify what words resonate with psychologically resonate with their target market so they can include those words in their marketing. And of course, you always want to make it your own, but there are certain words that trigger psychological responses when you're thinking about written content. So that's another tip I would give. I, I love the way you say that because that was something I learned through podcasting where it was like transcriptions and really learning about certain words that I either needed to implement or even put in my vocabulary. And it was something where I was like, um, originally, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this and slowly started working it in and the way I was writing stories and so forth. Um, so I love the way you said that. And I have a question that is something that a lot of us entrepreneurs deal with, you know, is where we think we have that vision of the offer we're going to put out. And we're like, oh, it's going to do these amazing things, but it may not go our way because the market responds differently. So in that case, you know, if we went one route and we're so passionate about it, and then the market just completely was like, yeah, that's not for us, but maybe adding another element on there allowed it to work out. So I found, you know, in my case, it was like running through that wall. And then after it was adding something to the offer, and then it was exactly what multiple people needed. So I'm like, you know what, now I'm going to recreate that offer. Um, so if we're at that space, you know, what are some things that you'd recommend us to be able to say, hey, this is how we can be able to get through this or be able to pivot and transition? Well, I like the, I like that you use the word pivot. Um, my, my greatest advice to my clients is don't commit to any one thing because every day of your business is going to be trial and error and some things are going to stick and some things aren't be willing to let go of the things that don't stick. Don't be so stubborn or so emotionally attached to the things that aren't working that you just hang on to them anyways in hopes that one day they will work. Um, so that that's one of the things that I would recommend is always be open to change because you're always going to need to change, especially as the market changes and, and the market needs change. We saw that significantly with COVID because the way that we did, we do business across the board worldwide has changed because of COVID. So we all had to change and adapt. Um, some of us who were in providing in-person services had to had to change and start providing virtual services. So that's one big thing. I'd say don't be afraid of change. And if something's not working, then by all means, like pivot and go in a different direction because you want to capture the audience that you're looking to capture. And if something that you're doing isn't resonating with them, then it's time to abandon ship. I had um I had a client who was resistant to uh, this change. She was, she's a coach and she was marketing herself as a spiritual transformation coach, but nobody knows what that means. It's not tangible. So I'm like, just call yourself a life coach. And then when you start detailing how you're different from all other life coaches, you can detail the spiritual transformation. But if you're putting that in your title, I'm a spiritual transformation coach. People are going to look at that and say, what the fuck, or am I allowed to cuss? I'm sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, hundred percent. I, I no, I have. Uh, so yeah, I leave it open. I'm never going to tell you now. <laughs> okay, but people are going to look at that and say, you know, what the f is that? You know, uh, I don't know what a spiritual transformation coach does, and that sounds like a little woo woo loopy to me. So uh, I'm going to move in a different direction, even though what they might really need is a spiritual transformation. I, I love that so much. And I've dealt with that and dealt with people like that to where it's like, it's not necessarily what they're doing is wrong, but it's just their approach and the, the way that they do it or they present it to you. And you're just like, Hey, you have, what you have going on is awesome because I have a coach. Um, and what we do is work on those things. And it's funny is I kind of mirrored it to kind of do research. You know, I said therapy wasn't for me at this time. And it was one of those where it's like, I did years of it. And then it was looking at it and it's like, well, I have a spiritual coach. And instead it's like, we do similar things that they do in therapy, but we connect on that personal level because we've been through some of the things. So his marketing is completely different than other people I've seen to where it was like, they approached me cold in the DMs and with this whole list on Facebook. And I'm like, yeah, that's not how you get business. You don't just cold DM people with this whole thing and click now and I can be able to give you the exclusive offer. Like, Right. Yeah. I'm not one of your followers like that. If I, excuse me, if I'm one of your followers and it's a newsletter, perfect. But in the DMs, probably not the best thing. So it was awesome, you know, learning that. So great tip there. Yeah. I'm definitely have an extreme aversion to the let me slide into your DMs marketing strategy. <laughs> I, I get those fitness coaches like every day. And I'm like, hey, bro, it's cool. Like, I'm glad you're doing well, you know, and it's one of those, but I'm like, yeah, I do. And, and what's funny is like, I've met people through Facebook and even guys that I'm like, Hey, I have a question, but it's like generally asking them for that. So I know if I wanted their service or get with it, then I can be able to do that versus, you know, where we have that relationship built, excuse me. And then those other cases where like, we get these people that, you know, they're trying to make it happen, but everybody's doing that. So it's really how you want to tweak your, um, marketing campaign and whatever you're doing that's working for you. So I love that right. we we're talking about that. Um, in this case, you know, we're going to wrap it up here. So we'll leave you with the last question I ask everybody. So if you're back at square one, you're trying to figure out how to build that dominant brand and provide massive impact, what would you say are some of the first steps we should be able to do that's going to allow us to be able to set up for that feature of success for our business? So the very first step that I recommend that any entrepreneur or business owner take when uh, thinking about you know, starting from square one with their business on the branding end is establish solid branding. Do your research on your mark on your uh, industry. Figure out what the market calls for. Figure out how you want your audience to feel and react when looking at your branded materials. And then start to lay the foundation for how your brand should look and feel based on that. Um, I would never recommend for anyone to just willy-nilly reach out to some random graphic designer and say, hey, can you make me a logo? Because what, what people don't realize is you need so much more than just a logo. You need a logo, you need a brand style guide, you need color psychology, you need the foundation. You need a complete brand identity. You don't just need a logo. So you wanna make sure that you establish your complete brand identity and then move on to your website. Wow, I, I love that because I went through that and that's something I did with my podcast too where I did go to a random person, you know, I seen, um, I was kind of having, you know, 
brain frog at that time and didn't really know, you know, what direction I wanted to go in for the brand and that. I just knew that, hey, eventually it's going to be here. We're going to have a clothing label and that, you know, so I hired, um, it was the old school traditional like tattoo design. And that was the first concept from old podcast. And then from there, we revamped it. We did a new artwork that's going to parallel with the business. So it was awesome where it was like, yeah, you know, that was originally what I wanted to do. I figured it out. And then I became more professional in it. But at the same time, those old graphics that I paid for, I'm going to use those in the future as, you know, branding elements. It's just shifting the phase of it. And it's going to be at a different process to where later on, you know, instead of everybody saying, oh, you have a cool logo, it's going to be like, oh, that's cool apparel. And now it's bringing revenue back to the business. So for me, it was shifting, like you said earlier, you know, not staying um, mostly attached to just one thing and really learning like, hey, it's a process we may have to diversify. So I love that you mentioned that. Um, Last thing here, where can anybody find you if they want to keep up with you? They want to hear more of your story. Yeah. So I am all over social media. I'm predominantly on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash the billion dollar brand, and that is the with an A, and on Instagram, same thing, instagram.com slash the billion dollar brand, and then also you can find me online at the billion dollar brand.com, again, T-H-A. There we go. Awesome, Lacey. Well, thank you again. We'll definitely send people your way. It's been amazing, you know, asking you some of those psychological business selling questions and um, really learning a little bit from you. So thank you again. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I'm not sure why they act like tools. Can't win at the same time. Sporting yourselves and scaling your business with me and mine. When the kitchen got hot, we kept it moving. But there's always room for improvement.